Are you ready to encounter God at a new level? Hi, I am your host, Lois Fuelling, and I welcome you to A New Level Awaits You podcast. I will provide steps to guide you into your divine assignment and reach greater levels of greatness in the Lord. Come expecting to soar above every obstacle, to reach new levels of anointing and authority, experience spiritual encounters, and walk in greater freedom. Well, hi, everyone. Welcome to Another Level Awaits You. This morning, I wanted to share with you some things that I've been pondering over the last few weeks. It's been an interesting journey for me, and I have really been questioning the Lord about this leveling that we're going through. And now, I know that's my motto. My motto is, a new level awaits you. And yet, when we think of this new level, we often think of, well, it's either um, a, n- a new anointing, it's a new level of glory, it's a lo- new level of, of uh, experiencing the presence of the Lord, it's all of those things. But I want to share with you some things that I've been really thinking through in this season that we're in, where we're just really being plummeted by so many things. So my questions that the Lord has really brought to my attention is really three P's. And the three P's are pursuit, perfection, and perception. And now a young man gave these words to me and gave me his thoughts on it. And I decided, I got permission here to to go ahead and talk about this because it is, I think, a very deep pondering that we need to go through. And so my question to you is, Do you question even what you've been pursuing, especially since everything that we've been going through in our lives? The other question is, have you been plummeted with thoughts of quitting, backing away uh, from your life goals, or even God-given dreams and visions that he promises that he has given you? You know, are you being challenged right now, like I am, with devastating losses, health issues, uh, relationship problems, uh, even the condition, the news, everything that's going on in the world today. Well, like I said, I have been. There's been a lot going on, and I've been challenged in just about every direction that you can think of, and I think most of us are today. And so, you know, these challenges are confronting us on a daily basis, and as they do, I think our pursuit changes. I've questioned the Lord. I've really sincerely questioned the Lord as I've gone through many losses and things over the last couple of years. I've questioned him about who I am, who he is in me, my worth, the career path that I'm going on, my spiritual journey. You know, some people call it a midlife crisis, but I'm too old for a midlife crisis. So I think what's going on is that God is up to some things And I'd like to share this with you because everybody I talk to, no matter what age they are, are going through these particular things. They're questioning these particular areas. So in my pursuit for answers, the Lord took me to 1 Peter 1. And in this scripture, it starts out with, to the God's elect, to his chosen ones. They're scattered all over. They're strangers in a world. This is what what this this scripture says. 
to the chosen ones who've been scattered abroad like seed into the nation, living as refuges. And he mentions the various places here. And I thought about that. I can identify with it. I can identify to who Peter was writing to. You know, God chose me the day he encountered me, the day of my salvation. You know, I was assured of my assignment that he pressed into me. And most of my life has been walking down that path. And I believe that many of you have been chosen by God. Many of you understand the very assignment that you've been given. But what's happening, I think, now, and even in my life, and I, pro- I believe in many of yours, is that, you know, you're questioning your assignment. You're questioning who you are. You're questioning everything because of so many losses, so many devastating things, too many assaults, you know, rejections. There's so many betrayals out there. And you know, the list goes on and on, doesn't it, for us? There is a tormenting spirit going on in the world today. And that tormenting spirit is out to wear us down. At least that's what it feels like to me. It feels like our thought lives are going rampant. It's just crazy, all the things that we're questioning. We're questioning our lives. We're questioning everything. Yet in the midst of all of this torment, there arises such a desire to seek for God more. And you know, God is definitely turning things around. So as You know, I thought about this. I've been praying about this. I've been seeking the Lord about all of this. But the piece that I I really came forth, and there's two or three pieces that I'm going to talk about here. But for many of us who've been living for the Lord, we're feeling like strangers right now. We can't even identify with this world that we're living in. Do you feel that way? I, I think most of us. But have you ever considered that maybe what's going on right now is coming from the Lord and it's coming from Him to redefine us in ways that we've never considered before. And so perhaps in our pursuit to become perfect for the Lord, what's happened is, I think, it's taken us off course. See, perfection is a really interesting word. And yes, the Lord does call us to holiness, righteousness, obedience. All of those things are wonderful. And we're supposed to go after those things. We're supposed to pursue that. But sometimes I think in our quest for perfection, what happens is there, there is such a fine plumb line that, that either places us on the right side with Christ or the wrong side that pushes us toward pride and, I think, a great fall. See, Peter tells us in this chapter, because of God's great mercy, he's given us a new birth into a living hope. This, this, whole, this whole chapter is, is about that living hope that we have in Jesus Christ. And some of us are losing our hope and we don't know where to look, but God's turning us all around to look back at Him. And so there's so much to say about the new birth, you know, because that's what it is. It's a spiritual new birth, and it changes us from the inside out. But what I see today is that it's reversed. 
What we see on the outside does not often reflect what's going on on the inside. Perfection now appears to be pretense. It's play-acting. It's uh, being what other people want us to be. It's a false representation that comes forth. But this type of perfection actually ends up in destruction because truth always prevails, doesn't it? So perhaps we need to reevaluate our pursuit of the perfect. You see, Jesus Christ is the only one who loses perfection and became the perfect sacrifice for our sin. He was the only one. He is the perfect one. And yes, we're supposed to go after and become more like him all the time, but it's because of him in us that gives us that divine pursuit. So whether we know Jesus as our Savior or not, we're looking for that. We're looking for that. We're looking for that perfect one that is, has done, sacrificed everything for us. He is the only perfect one, and he was the perfect sacrifice for our sins. So the question that I want to give, and I think we find ourselves right now is, who are we pursuing? Not what are we pursuing? See, we often go after reputation, money, uh, prestige, you know, uh, education. We go after so many other things. But I think this question needs to turn around and say, who are you pursuing? And I think it's time that we realize that our hope is in Jesus Christ. He's the one who's given us this new birth. He's the one that has, it says here in the scripture, we were reborn into a perfect inheritance that can never perish. It can never be defiled and never diminished. Wow, that's, that's amazing. You know, other scriptures say it can never perish, spoil, or fade. I like that because it says also here, if we follow through the scripture, it says it's kept in heaven for us. But we got to get awakened to it. We've got to get that, that peace of who Jesus Christ is, whether you've accepted Jesus Christ years and years ago, but you've never really come into that divine relationship with him. You never really under even understood the relationship that you could have with him. You never understood that all he is in us. And so as we go through that, it says here, it is through faith, the mighty power of God constantly guards us until our full salvation is ready to be revealed. See, it's through faith that we can rejoice that through the suffering of all kinds of trials. It talks about that. It's all kinds of trials that we're going to go through. But it is through faith that God is protecting us. He's the mighty power of God. And the interesting thing about that is through all of these trials and everything going on, this is what I'm discovering, is God is refining us. For this, this brings me more joy. You know why? Because then I feel like the grief that I've gone through, the torment, the changes, it all has a purpose, and it's to make me more Christ-like. It pulls me in. But as we pursue perfection, 
I've been challenged about how perception affects what we think. Perfection is actually can be the perfection that comes from the eyes of man. This is what I was talking about before. What are we seeking? You know, we can seek after man's perfection, sorry, but it all depends on our perception of who Jesus Christ really is. You know, Matthew 26, and and starting in verse 31, there's a story about about Peter and about how Jesus... uh, comes to actually all of the disciples, and he says to them, he says to them, beginning in 31, he said, Before the night is over, you will all desert me. This will fulfill the prophecy of the scripture that says, I will strike down the shepherd, and all the sheep will scatter far and wide. But after I'm risen, I will go ahead of you to Galilee, and will meet you there. Now, Jesus had have predicted, you know, the falling away. The, the, a lot of us are going to be not, the disciples were going to fall. They, they were going to deny him. But Peter, oh, Peter, he's the one that's, you know, he goes, oh, Lord, he said, even if all the rest lose their faith and fall away, I'll still be beside you, Jesus. See, we have this man's perspective that we can do things in our own will, our own flesh, our own human ability, our own human capabilities. See, but Jesus knew differently. He knew that there was more to this because you've got to realize that back there, there was bad times and things are, the pressure was really hard and strong and they were coming after them, their very lives. See, Jesus knew what was going to be taking place. But he also knew Peter. And then so Jesus said, are you sure, Peter? And Jesus said, in fact, before the rooster crows a few hours from now, you will have denied me three times. And Peter comes right back with this mentality. You know, he says, I'll never, I'll absolutely never deny you, Jesus, even if I have to die with you. And the others said the same thing. Now, what's interesting about this is Jesus got arrested. And as the story goes on here, is that what Jesus predicted actually came forth. And so Peter had the perception that he would never deny Christ. He believed he was strong enough to withstand the pressure of the times they were living in. But his perception, like I said, was based on human resources. See, it tells us here that after he had denied the third time, I mean, there was a servant girl that came to him and then another servant girl and then some other people came to him and and all of them, you know, they kept on saying, weren't you with Peter? I mean, excuse me, weren't you with Jesus? Don't you know Jesus? And Peter kept on saying, no, no, I don't know Jesus. I don't know Jesus. And the third time, the crow, the rooster crowed. And then then Peter broke. And he broke down crying. 
he wept, the scripture says, because it was right then and there that I believe Peter recognized that he was on the wrong pursuit. He was pursuing what the world wanted him to do. He couldn't, he couldn't, uh, he had to deny Jesus because what if he had said, I know Jesus? What would that do? Would he be in the line with Jesus and be killed too? You know, sometimes I think our pursuit has been off. And I know my pursuit at times lately, I've, like I said, I've questioned, but I've been starting to reconcile with those questioning because I'm going to pursue after Jesus Christ because that's who's been with me. He never forsakes me. He never leaves me alone. He's the same yesterday, today, and forever, the scripture says. He is my protector. He's my strength. He is my strong fortress. You see, with Peter, I think at that particular time, he recognized that his strength, his confidence, wasn't to be in himself because he couldn't do it. He couldn't do it. But if he placed his confidence and his strength in Jesus Christ, then he could. And he went off, and I think he did some pondering as well. And if you follow Peter through the Gospels, you will, you will discover that he changed. And he was powerful. And he stood up and he spoke to thousands. And he had the authority and the anointing. And he walked it out. And many, many, many were healed, delivered. They were saved. And they were evangelized because of Peter. In fact, Peter was the one that went to the uh, Gentiles. So I believe that God has shaken us up today. Do you, are you feeling that as well? Are you feeling that this shaking is going on? See, we see it as, oh, the evil is shaking the world, but I'm beginning to realize that God's shaken us up. You know why? Because he wants you to draw closer to him. He wants you. He loves you. He wants you to walk out in more of a better love, a life, happy life. He wants you to receive his authority, his power, his confidence. He wants as many as possible in the kingdom of God. But the world just keeps on snatching people away. So I want to ask you this question as I finish this podcast up is, so how are you responding to the shaking? Because I think the best response we can have is allowing Jesus to shake off everything that is not of him. Anything at all that may be causing you to be hindranced or whatever those tormenting spirits are saying to you about your worth, your assignment, your life, your career path. You see, I believe that, like Peter, it may be time for us to recall the words of Jesus about who he is and who he is in us so that we too can become broken. We can break down 
and we can get rid of all of that garbage out there that we think is so important and yet is not. For after the breaking, we will arise in an anointing that will shake the world and we're going to draw lives out of disorder into truth-based order. And that is the order of Jesus Christ and what he truly wants. We can have it, we can have it, but we've got to let some of this go. And no matter what we go through, we can stay, we can have peace, let's put it that way. We can have peace in the midst of the storm when we follow after him. Learn the lesson. This is what I want to do. I want to learn the lesson that Peter learned. And I want to go forth in, in a, a greater awareness of who I am and what I can do because Christ is in me. And if you don't know Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, ah, draw into, unto him. He loves you. He wants you. He will. You've got to waken up to his spirit that many of you already have in you. Waken it up and let him just, let him minister to you in a powerful way. And those that do not know him, let me tell you, he died on the cross for you as well. And you can rise up and experience life, life abundantly, because that's what the word says. So God bless you in this journey. Remember, change what you're pursuing after to who are you pursuing after. Remember, you don't have to be perfect because Jesus Christ, the perfect one, is in us. And change your perspective around your life and you will accomplish great and mighty things. I am excited about where God takes you in our journey together. I truly believe great exploits await you. Visit my website, LoisFlewelling.com, for books, blogs, and messages to reach your new level in the Lord. You can also find me on Facebook and Instagram. If you enjoyed today's episode, please subscribe, rate, or review the show on iTunes, cpnshows.com, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Your review helps the show reach more people and spread the gospel and grow the kingdom of God.